Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. All right, we thought we'd mix it up a little bit and add in some guests onto the Mum Truth podcast. This one's with Mel Robbins, where honestly, it is someone we have known online and literally loved from afar. We got to sit down in New York and her advice had our team being like, whoa, free therapy and just something that I think we could all use right now. Um, always with a little bit of laughter because if we're not laughing, what are we doing? Uh, I hope you guys love it as much as we do. Uh, take a listen. I'm now unemployed and barely holding it. The kids are missing the bus every day. I'm hitting the snooze alarm four or five times a day. I'm, I'm drinking away my problems. I've stopped calling my friends. I'm hiding like crazy. It was awful. Welcome to the new series, Cocktails and Conversation with Kat and Nat. 
and we've decided to bring you all of these conversations with people that we like to have where there's a little bit of wisdom, always hilarity, and hilaria. Yes, some famous, some just cool, some drink, some don't drink, but there's always a conversation. Cheers. Join us. begins 12 years ago. Okay. So 12, how old? I'm 51, so 10 years ago. No. Yeah, 12 years ago. I'm math. Okay, same, terrible. Same, 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 uh, same. I, I'm really good at math when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. When it comes to anything else for Dollar, me. Dollar, dollars. So um, my, I was uh, 40 years old. We had, our kids were really little. Yeah. And my husband and I were in that stage of life where we were both working and like in it together and both making money and trying to like Were we share. working at, at the time, a lawyer? That would have been like career change 27. Oh my gosh. So at the time, I had practiced law for a while as a public defender, and then I had gone and been done corporate litigation, and then I got into the dot com scene in Boston. And then um, after one of the companies uh, that I was in, moved to San Francisco and got sold, I hired a, a life coach to help me figure out my next move. Mm-hmm. And I, in working with a life coach, was like, well, I want to do that. Yeah. And so I started in 2001. How I opened... You, I, how old were you? Born in 2001. Oh I just, God, I think this it's... This is like a I, math know, I just think it's so important that so women... So it's like years, 19 years, years ago. ago. Yeah, so you were 30. 19 years ago, I became a life coach. At 30. Yes, nobody knew what the fuck it was. I yeah, just, I want I want people to hear that because I feel like some people get to like their thirties and they're like, like I can't, can't I now. can't do I can't oh, change. Of course, now. In fact, you have to. 
You are not going to have the same job for the rest of your life. But they're like, I don't Times have changed. Well, a lot of women DM us and they're like, I could never do anything different. Like, of this course is what you I'm, can. Yeah, right, right. Of, of course, course you, you can. can. And here's the other thing. Unless you have a job that requires specific skills that right. are required by law. Like a doctor, mm-hmm. neurosurgeon. Yeah, or a chemist, or an engineer, or something that requires you to have specific training. All the skills that matter are soft skills that you can gain in all different types of jobs, mm-hmm. whether it's project management, or learning how to be more visible with your work, or learning how to express yourself. Or marketing is nothing more than talking about what you're doing, packaging up what you're doing. Yep. Um, so uh, I was a life coach with a, with a great practice for about seven years and then um how did you market yourself 20 years ago without social media as a life coach Oh, yeah. Facebook wasn't even started. I mean, like, there was no social social media. media. There were no smartphones. Whenever you introduce yourself to people and they say, what do you do? I would say, I work with really successful people who feel stuck. There you go. And everyone would go, oh, my God, that's me. Yeah. Like, oh, great. I think think that most people are stuck because they don't know how, even if it's just, like, in one area, they're stuck in something. Most people are stuck in something and don't know how to get past a situation with their partner, a friend, a family member, a work situation. They feel stuck somewhere. So that's yeah. a perfect well, line to get Yeah, lines. that's where you were like, and go. <laughs> right. And, and so 19 years later, um, what I know, having literally helped millions of people, is that the reason why you're stuck is because you are out of sync with who you really are. Mm-hmm. Totally. That everybody develops patterns when they're little, patterns of thinking, patterns of behavior, whether it's patterns of behavior that you you see because you see what your mother's doing or patterns of behavior because you have some asshole telling you you're ugly or you're not worthy or you're this or you're that, and you adopt those patterns as your own because that's the way your brain is designed. Your brain is designed to spot patterns. And so what happens is that happens when you're really little and then you go through life and you get to be 25 or 30 or 35 or 40 or 45 and you start to go, what the fuck is going on? Why is it that I that, that I read all this shit about self-love? Why can I, I not accept myself? I know. Why is it? Well, I, I'll tell you why. Yes, please. I, I, I love that you're touching on this so early on because this is a large majority of our people. are They feel like they're failing daily, daily mm-hmm. as a woman, as mm-hmm. a mom, mm-hmm. as a partner, as a mm-hmm. friend. Why, Mel? I'll tell you why. I can't wait. Because you're in a lag. The woman that you are right now in 2020 is out of sync with the patterns that you're still playing over and over again mm-hmm. from childhood. So you're, you're, you haven't, your patterns haven't caught up to who you are. Correct. You, and here's the thing. You haven't recognized that they're patterns, and you haven't understood the fundamental rule about being a human being. You can choose what you think about You can choose how you react to things. I agree. And the way that your brain and body is designed is to automate behavior. Mm -hmm. And so if you, since the age you were eight, thought you were fat or unworthy or unlovable or not good enough, the way that your brain works once somebody tells you that bullshit is your brain acts like a giant filter. And so have you ever had an experience where you're shot for a car? Yes. All right. Where you shop for a car. We, I, we I, shop together. And I got you your car. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. And so I'm going to use the example of, let's say you really love the brand new red Acura. Mm-hmm. 
And so you go into an Acura dealership and you see this gorgeous red Acura hatchback and you test drive it and you think, okay, I'm going to buy this, but I got to wait a day. I got to think through this. And then you go out and what do you see everywhere? An Acura. Yeah. What color is it? Red. Right. Correct. Because your brain has now locked on to that and it filters out all the black cars, all the green cars. It's like all when you break cars. up with someone, you see everyone in love but you. You Correct. know what I mean? Totally. You're like, all these fuckers are in love everywhere. Correct. How is everyone in love Why is but that? me? Because your brain so is true. trained and designed to spot patterns. That the reason why I use red Acura is because it, it it's a simple way to remember that you have something called the the reticular activity system. It, it's like a giant hairnet. Mm-hmm. It's a filter. Did you go to school for this? No. You just have talked to so many I learned people. this shit the hard way by hitting rock bottom in my own life and have, having to rescue my ass. Really? But how? How old uh, are I'm you? I'm going to tell you. 40. Oh, I thought you were saying how did you hit rock bottom? Oh, I'm about to tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did all. It's all right here. Yeah, I can't uh, wait. I did not know this. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm the best kind of expert. I learned this shit the hard way. Yes. By having to figure it out to save my own ass. And that's why I am so successful, because I don't talk down to people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not some doctor that is that is diagnosing you. I am shoulder to shoulder with you, mm-hmm. dealing in the shit of life and confronting my own patterns of trauma, my own patterns of anxiety, my own patterns of feeling unworthy, and just sharing all the shit that's working for me. And that's the genesis of all the work that I do. My gift is taking super complicated topics, like how your brain works, and distilling it down into super sticky and simple ways to apply it and to use the stuff to change your life. And you had to teach yourself that because you were looking for the knowledge when you hit rock bottom? No. I couldn't get my ass out of bed, and my kids were missing the bus, and I was basically an alcoholic who was uh, heading towards divorce. Former life coach. Yeah, that's the person you want to hire. Well, what ended up happening is life was going really well. My coaching business was was decent. Like it was great money, and I was always very busy. And my husband came home after getting laid off one day in 2006 and said, "I don't want to go back to work." And I'm like, was there like a trust fund that was part of this program that I was not aware of? Because you not working was are never you, part of it. Are you the... still married to him? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, just okay. okay. Just making sure. Yes. yes, okay. Doesn't yes. sound like, of course, right now. <laughs> okay. and, and his name is Christopher Robbins. No. Yes, oh, I started cute. Cute. Yeah, super cute. Okay, come on. So it, you were like, what? Yes, I was like, what? And so he explained that he'd been miserable for a long time and he wanted to pursue his dream. Oh. What have you how been old? doing? Like finance? Tech, t- like like uh, business development for okay. tech stars. And how old were your kids? Oh, my God, all the math. Sorry, no, young. No, yeah, no, you can say under 10, under... Well, they were 10 years ago. It was 10 years so, ago. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So they were 10 and under. Three kids, 10 and under. Okay, that's because that's another stress on top of... Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Because you've got to provide for these people in college and things and houses and bills. Oh, that gives me anxiety. You're talking about that. he basically says that... And we were not in the stage where we had money yeah. put away. Like, right. we we're paying the bills. Yeah. Bring in the check, pay the bills. Bring in the check, pay the bills. Damn, shit. So, um, he says he wants to open a pizza restaurant. Shut <laughs> up! A pizza restaurant? Yeah, that was basically my reaction, too. Uh-huh. So, I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah, this kind of scares me a little because Mark always says we don't have good pizza in Toronto. Yeah. He's from Massachusetts, and I, I don't know. He went to school in Philly, and he said that there is better pizza, whereas this town has no pizza. He's going to do this to me. So then what happened? This was actually a little bit 
longer ago because I I was pregnant at the time, which only made it worse. So I'm like, oh, this is great. Are so you I'm pregnant me? and I have my own business and you're now going to open a pizza restaurant and I'm going to fucking kill you. Um, so, um, I'm just picturing it. And you're pregnant. It makes it so much better. So here's a great piece of advice somebody gave me because I was like the raging bitch from hell for two months. Yeah. Because I just wanted to kill him and shame him into getting a job. Oh. And uh, this friend of mine said, look, Chris has made his decision. You need to now make yours. What does that mean? That means, are you going to get on this train Mm. that's left the station? Or get out. And be his biggest cheerleader? Or are you going to be the raging bitch that he did this in spite of? That's really good. So then what happened? That's but you hear that advice, right? Yeah. Like you no, kinda, I know. You, you kind of have sit to there and resent them. You have to you make a choice. Jump and I'm, I'm assuming that at the I day. made the choice that I'm just gonna grip my teeth and he'd walk in the door and I'd want to strangle and I'd be like, and you guys find a location yet? And how's the fundraising going? You know? And eventually it just started to work. He they were working really hard, they raised a little bit of money, they got the first one open, and I'm the first one to admit I was wrong. Like the first one was a wild success. What? 40 seats, little uh, place in Belmont, Massachusetts. There's a line out the door opening night. And so what do you do in success? Oh, you go all in. You cash out the 401k. You cash out the kids' college <laughs> savings. You uh, take a home equity line because that's free money. And you then ask all your friends and family to jump in. Shit. And you go try to open the second and the third. Shit. In other towns? I'm feeling anxious uh-huh. for you. I'm feeling anxious uh-huh. for you. So and so the second one, and okay. the fr- one out of every, if you open a bunch of restaurants, Restaurants, one out of five will fail. Okay. So the second location was the dog. Oh. And it was also majorly over budget, so that by the time they got it open, it had chewed into the funding for the third, which they had already signed a lease on. By the way, this was now right around 2007 and 2008 when the recession hit. Oh, my God. So the recession hits, the bottom drops out of the stock market, and the housing market, people stop going out to dinner, and we find ourselves $800,000 in debt. The liens hit the house. You have a new, the you have a new, you have a new baby, I'm assuming. Are coming. The new baby's now a year. Um, uh, we can't pay for groceries. I pull my kids from town soccer because we can't pay the $120 for town soccer. My dad sends me a check so we could pay the mortgage for the next two months to stave off the bankruptcy. I mean, it was, and I find myself so completely just blindsided by shame and embarrassment and anger and everything that I can't get out of bed. Like the way that I dealt with the breakdown was to either scream at Chris or drink. And I would throw back five or six Manhattans a night and fall asleep in the chair in the living room. And the kids would wake me up in the morning. I mean, it was a disaster. What was your husband saying at that time? He was avoiding me like the plague because what happens for men is that for women, there's a tremendous amount of pressure on us to look a certain way yeah, and to be caretakers and to put everybody first. I know what you're going to say. And for men, it's about providing. Totally. And so if you're not providing, it hits you at the core of who you are as a man. Totally. They feel the exact same pressure around success and money because that's what society has told them Mm -hmm. um, matters. Mm -hmm. And so... What happened is I got to this point where I could see the divorce coming. I could see that we were about to lose the house. I could see the family being torn apart. 
and I you saw it from the bed in your own despair. I right? could just see this is what's coming. Were you not seeing clients anymore? Oh my God, I hadn't seen clients in like two years. Oh. Um, there had been a small detour. I had done something yeah. else, yeah. and then that little startup went under. So I found myself not. So you were both out of out of work. He's still trying to keep the restaurants going. I'm oh. working 120 hours a week. I'm now unemployed and barely holding it. The kids are missing the bus every day. I'm hitting the snooze alarm four or five times a day. Um, I'm drinking away my problems. I've stopped calling my friends. I'm hiding like crazy. It was awful, 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 awful. And so I, um, I'll never forget, it was a Monday night. It was in February. And I was sitting in the living room of our house, and I... Have you ever hit such a bad moment in your life that you give yourself a pep talk? I feel like I talk to myself often. <laughs> we talk. Well, this is one of those, like... It's a big talk. I'm, you know, I'm sitting there. All right, Mel. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, girl, you got to get this together. You, you, have, you have got... You have got to fucking get out of bed. You have got to look for a job. You've got to stop yelling at Chris. You've got to call your friends and tell them what's going on. You've got to stop drinking. That's kind of crazy you knew that, though. That you that's had your house. Strength, that, like, everyone wow. didn't show up at that's your house crazy that you knew with that. an intervention. That's not normal. Forcing you. Uh, that's I, not normal. I, uh, but see, I think most everybody has that. They guess they can't always hear it. I think they say it. They don't know how. You see, I'm a how brand. I'm not a why brand. Mm. I am a how brand. There's a lot of people that'll talk about the whys and the this and the I am how, how, how. And so I literally was like, and by God, when that alarm rings tomorrow morning, you have got to fucking get out of bed and get those kids on the bus. And then all of a sudden across the uh, television screen, a rocket ship launched. And it gave me this crazy idea. I thought, okay... Maybe if I launch my ass out of bed, maybe I'll beat the depression and anxiety and the fear that's taking over. And now, I had had four Manhattans, so it could have been the booze, too. <laughs> so, I thought you were say you decided you were going to be an astronaut. Yeah, and, so like, and here's the thing, and this is where all my work comes into. This is where everything was born, was in this moment on a Tuesday morning outside of Austin, Massachusetts, 10 years ago. The alarm rings, okay? Alarm rings. Ago. Yeah. This book has only been out for three years. So, so the alarm rings, and I, this is the thing that I believe. You are one decision away from a different life. I agree. And all change happens in a five-second window. That's it. A five-second decision is it's, how you just, change it's, it's, And I'm going to explain this. Yeah, I think you need to. I, 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 I just, I think our viewers are so lucky to have you here because you're, like, speaking to women we hear. I, I have said this in every podcast, that they feel like they're not enough and that they are stuck. And mm-hmm. so you're, like, you are not stuck, and this is how you get out of yeah, it. Yeah, you're not. You have patterns that are broken, but you're not broken. And so if you understand the patterns that are broken How and you start that, to use though? a five... I'm going to tell you. Okay, good. Thank and you. And you use the five-second rule to, to break any pattern tell and replace us. it. Go. So what happens is the morning, 
that morning the alarm goes off, right? And I immediately, when the alarm went off, I immediately had that moment where I'm like, I need to get up. And I remember the rocket launch. Now, here's the thing. That moment when your intuition or your guilt or your whatever it is that whispers to you or screams at you that's like, you should speak up, you should go to the gym, you should not do this, you should get out of bed, that is your wisdom. Mm-hmm. That's the call to change. That's the, the power inside of you. That's the greatest you. Right there. It fucking talks to you all day long. It's like an alarm that goes off inside of you. We don't fucking listen to it. That's why you don't feel good enough. That right there is because you're not fucking listening to yourself. Because you don't know how. Because nobody's ever taught you. So let me tell you how. So the alarm goes off. I hear myself think, I need to get up. But then what do we do? Instead of doing what your wisdom and your intuition is telling you, you fucking think. You talk yourself out of it. And you start to think about whether or not you're going to listen. And within five seconds, first of all, the automatic part of your brain takes over. So you now are going to spin in the patterns from the past. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't want to. I don't feel like it. What happened for me is I, I should get up, and then I'm like, I start to think about it. And as this five-second window opens up in your mind... What comes in is anxiety. What comes in is depression. What comes in is self-doubt. It's like opening a window in a bedroom and the cold air comes in. And within five fucking seconds, you're no longer thinking about the change. You've already gone down the road of the fear. And so if you can close the gap in that five-second moment from your intuition telling you do it and your fear telling you not to, boom, you will fucking win every time. I'm so passionate about this because I'll tell you some of the results of what's happened. So I can feel myself reaching for the snooze button because now this part of my brain is taking over and it's a pattern to hit the snooze button and the impre- the depression and the fear and the, oh, this is not how, why is it going to matter anyway? And I don't feel like it. I just went five, four, three, two, one. Got and stood up. So I used it every morning and then I was kind of like, ah. So I invented something irritating that helps you get out of bed. What, who, who, how's this going to fucking pay the bills? And then I, was, I, I said to myself, just hold on a second. Why don't you pull this thing out every time today when you hear yourself say you should do something and you don't fucking feel like it? I'll tell you what, I used it 73 times that day because I believe that most of us know the thing we're supposed to do next and we're avoiding it like the plague. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, I walk in the kitchen, I see Chris, the initial reaction is, want to kill him. (laughs) But the truth is, what I really want is to save my marriage. I love the guy. I know he didn't try to do this. I know he's doing his best. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. I settle myself down. I'm able to speak to him from a place of, like, love instead of anger. I see the phone. I need a fucking job. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm picking up the phone. I see my sneakers. I, I know I should be exercising. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm out the door for a walk. How long? Was how long day. was the change? Like, until, okay. So yeah. this was uh, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And how quickly did we get to? Like, I know it was ten years, but when did you become um, a, a source of trust versus for people? Yeah. Oh God! Probably five years later. Because I use this to change my own life. I didn't tell yeah. anybody about this. No, I, I... I mean, how the hell... How do you talk about this? I mean, it's literally like, oh, you want to... You guys want to explode your business and 
be happier than count to five. I'm out. The podcast's so, over. I'll see you later. Well, we, no, um, we we have a podcast, and I think our success of our our business is because we don't think we don't we we mm-hmm. we have the, the the gift of not thinking, and that's very hard for us to describe to people that we're not up here ever in our we don't overthink ourselves. We don't yeah. we're not we don't analyze ourselves. We go well, when we when we started the like the business to make money and uh. A brand partner, the very first one ever, was like, well, how much would it cost to sponsor your little event? We went, and we went like this, let's count to three. No, we went five, four, three, yeah. two, one. And one said one thousand, one said one thousand, and one said three thousand. Then we immediately went two thousand. <laughs> you know, like that's awesome. What's and the then they did it. They were like, okay, we're like, fuck, we left money on the table. Next yeah. time it's three. So we we don't think, but I think for most people, they get so in their it's head. It's hard for of them course. to listen. But to that's that why wisdom. you're growing so quickly. I'll tell you why, because it's riveting to watch somebody who is in alignment with themselves. I know. Where there's no hesitation. Mm-hmm. With just saying what's there for you. Like listening to your own wisdom, right? Instead mm-hmm. of having all the clouded like conversation. Yeah. Do you, do you believe most people can get there? Yes. You do. Thousand percent. Oh, it's so hard for them. It doesn't have to be. I know, but they make it so hard for them. So Depends they don't how have... much you want to suffer. I, do I, you? I know, right? But like, I feel like sometimes when you hear people talk and you, you want to tell them all of this stuff and just like do it like this and do it like that. And it's like... They, it feels like they're so far from it. Like, do they need so much therapy to get to, to where a place they where they can see it? Like we do. Um. Well, I what mean, they can't afford it. Well, I think that therapy is a fantastic thing. Okay. This is a wonderful place to start. You're, yeah. Yeah. Um. But the best change is to change your behavior. Yeah. And the five second rule is how you do it. See, you can talk all you want about what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know how to make yourself do it when you're scared, when you're full of doubt, when you think you're not worthy, when you're anxious, when you don't feel like it, you're not going to. Yeah. And so what happened for me is in, in the course of three years, Chris used this with his partner to um, do all the hard things they were avoiding, to talk to investors and tell them yeah. what's going on, go back to real estate agents or real estate folks and renegotiate leases and scale back on the business and jump back in and do 50 million jobs and slowly but surely everything started to... Does he still have a pizza? Job? Thank God, no. no okay, I was like, so wait, we need to wrap that up where he doesn't... I can't that. wait to go there for no. pizza. That, so that it's ex- excellent pizza, but thank God, no, he's out of the restaurant business. Okay. So um, I, uh, 54321, uh, started cold calling to get a job. As I a what? What were you going for at the time? Well, I went for the first thing I thought, which was a radio audition that paid $50 a week for a two-hour show on Saturday mornings. I ended up landing it. Even though you were a lawyer, you didn't want to go back to that? No, I had been done practicing law for a long time. I, mean, I was just like, nah, so I hate, I just hated being a lawyer. Oh. Hated being a lawyer. Well, I love being a public defender, but I hated being a lawyer in a law firm, in a like a law. Oh, firm. okay. So, um, I then and that show got pretty popular, and then it became a weekday show. Did and then they that pay show more? A little bit on the weekend, not much. So and then it became... Weekend, you say radio? Yeah. yeah. So you would go uh, every weekend and have a... a like a two-hour talk radio show. And then she gave it to you. In Boston. Well, I'd audition. 
50 bucks, yeah. And then what I went your... and worked as a consultant in a in a tech firm because I had done a lot of coaching in startups. And so I went back to a tech firm and started doing some coaching and started pulling it together. And so that show went from weekdays to being syndicated weekdays to winning a big award. And then CNN saw that I won the award. And this was right when the, George, uh, the Trayvon Martin murder happened. And I, with my criminal defense, background, did a ton of commentating. So here I am, 20 years, you know, reaching back to the stuff that you left behind, realizing, oh my God, this is this is now part of the journey that makes me so good right. at commentating you on television. You, you, align, you aligned yourself and you took off. So I find myself in 2011, so we're still talking nine years ago, everybody, where they do the first ever TEDx conference. Yeah. And a friend of a friend of a friend told the person that was curating that that I'd changed my jobs more than, uh, you know, an, an ABBA concert, you know, has a costume change. Right. And so I um, get asked to give a talk on career change, first speech I'd ever given in my entire life. I walk on stage and have a 21-minute-long panic attack. We're, okay, I was going to say, were you, like, freaking, like, because it, it's like, you, you're like, you just, like, I walked on and did a TED Talk. But the words still thing. came out clearly? Sort of. <laughs> Through the neck rash mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the, like... I talking a million miles okay, an hour. I, I just have to. I can't. I have to stop you for a second. So it sounds like you're a doer. You don't think too much. You just go. Not you're anymore. like, I need to put a step in. I need to do a foot. I need to step. I need to walk. Even though you were super uncomfortable, yep. you were like, I'm going to do this because you don't talk yourself out of doing it. Basically, is what. Well, I, I got really stuck in that when I hit the breakdown moment because I was doing too much thinking. Yeah. Not any doing. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And so I um, give this talk. It was not about the five-second rule. I had never told anybody about the five-second rule at this point. It was your own I'd been secret. It was my own little secret thing. But, I, but I literally forgot how to end the talk. You and forgot so how to end? The TEDx talk, yeah. So I literally, with a full-on neck rash, look out at the audience, completely 
forget what I'm supposed to say and go, by the way, there's this thing I do. Oh, I call it the five-second rule. God, found something. The moment you have an instinct to do something, you got to move in five seconds or your brain will kill it, and I leave the stage. I think nothing of it. I go back to my life. A year later, somebody puts it online. A year later, 2012, so we're talking eight years ago now. Who put it online? I have no idea. Okay. And it starts to take off, and it gets about a million views. It's got almost 24 million now. So they, you saying it, or they said it in their own words? Like, you know, like it was, was it you, you. saying no, it? was it my was, talk. It was your talk. Okay, perfect. Just curious. And yeah. so then people start reaching out on Facebook going, I saw that talk you gave in San Francisco. Now, I'm busy at CNN. I'm busy living my life, living my best life. I'm, like, doing my thing. And I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? I had no idea that this was even online. And so people start to ask if I would like to come speak at conferences. That's the second rule. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. So I maybe do seven speeches over the course of two years where I'm not paid. I have no idea this is a thing normal people do. Okay. No I'm agent. not looking to do this. Okay. And at the, it was at the Pennsylvania Women's Conference. I had a room of 1,000 people. The speech is nothing like what I do now because I became the most book female speaker in the world. Drop the mic. $75,000 for an hour speech. <laughs> and the most, and I'm not the least bit embarrassed to say that. No, I, no. I like, you need to own your fucking success. I, and I deserve every dollar, if not more. What was And your, I could be booked 365 days a year. Is, I am that good. What's your, what is your husband, <laughs> what it. is your husband at this point when you start getting successful? Thank God he had his own nervous breakdown, left the restaurant <laughs> business, got sober for two years, became a yoga instructor, and is a stay-at-home dad who now runs men's retreats. God bless you. Dude, you guys, oh, oh my God, you need to show about your life. Shut up. He's a is, yoga teacher? Yeah, it, it is. The, he is the single best thing that's ever happened to me. What? And I will tell you right now, and women, listen to me right now, stop denying your fucking ambition and stop putting your ambition on your partner. Every single well, conflict. What do you mean? Like, you're yeah. start, stop putting your ambition Women on Women are trained to be nice. <laughs> we are not trained to be ambitious. We are not trained to go out there and make a lot of money and build things. We are trained to build people up and take care of them. And there is something wrong with you. You're a bitch. You're aggressive. You're bossy. You're this bullshit. Bullshit. Um, I, I literally was on my husband all the time about his career because I am the one that has all of the ambition in the world. Right. And when the universe reset our marriage, we fell into the right roles in our marriage. Chris is a caretaker. He's a deeply spiritual human being. Wow. He is an incredible parent. He is centered and organized and um, rational and How smart. How doing all of that crazy stuff... What, did you guys go to like couples therapy? How did no. you figure that out together? Because that seems like really for, big for problem, for family. like really for big family. issues when a lot of people have smaller ones and they don't even know how to get through it. I think a lot of it is we we had both done a ton of personal development before all this has ha had happened. So both of us had done landmark education as students for oh. a while. Okay. We you know had listened to all of Tony Robbins tapes. Oh. We had both been in therapy for other things. We had read a bazillion books, listened to the greats. I mean. So you guys, you guys are on the same we had, page we had in that a area. Foundation that doesn't protect you from having a major breakdown. By the way, no, it just gives you tools and a language that you can use. And so, um, what happened is 
that he went searching for what happiness meant to him yeah. and really had to deconstruct the pressure that society puts on guys. Uh-huh. Particularly when you have a super successful dad and you feel like you're supposed to do that too. That's hard. And then all of a sudden you're not successful yeah. and the thing that you did and failed. success is different levels, right? Of success course. is different meanings and different like But even that takes wisdom to know. No, I know, but I, I think that a lot of moms are like, I'm just a stand I'm like, if that's what you love, do if of you're course. great at being a stay-at-home mom, do that. There's of no, course. it's no because. You of course, I'm sorry, I'm having is, a hot flash. It's <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god, I love it. I, so, I sweat in my sleep. Is there a problem? <laughs> no, not yet. How old are you? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. That's not <laughs> no, you're fine. That's that's probably the drunk sweat. That's not the. the <laughs> I've had those too. You're too plowed. <laughs> A little marijuana will take care of that. We're, work, we're working we're on that. We're to working on that. Um, right. All right. For so that. You, you success. Shit. Okay, so then so, what so, so thankfully, here's what happens. So somebody comes up to me at the Pennsylvania Women's Conference, what an yeah. irony, and says, oh, my God, I was in your room. You're really great. I'm a fellow speaker. Can I ask you a question, speaker to speaker? I said, sure. She goes, did you get your check yet? Touche. And I go, Jack, you got paid for that shit? Oh, shit. She's like, you didn't? I just assumed you did. You were in the huge breakout room. I'm like, I didn't know people got paid for this. So then I had no idea what to charge. Or how the whole thing worked. Thank God she came and asked you that. No kidding. And so um, I made myself a promise that the next time somebody called, I would 54321, take a deep breath, and say, what's your budget? Okay. And then I would go 54321, and I'd say, normally I'm double. And then the first phone call came in, and uh, it's the man who now who runs my entire speaking business, uh-huh. Darren Powell. Powell speakers love Darren. Oh, so Darren has other speakers, but he manages. He's like the agent. He was him. the first one. He was the one that found me. It was meant to be. No question. No question. How did he find you? Um, his wife had seen. Uh, Lori had seen the the speech going viral on Facebook. Okay, and she. Uh, is a partner in Jay Hilburn, the men's custom suiting company, and she asked him if he would reach out to me. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, blowing up online. Find out who her agent is and can you get her for a sales conference. So he called me. Now, meanwhile, this is five years ago? Shit, a lot. Just five years. years ago. Mm-hmm. Woo! And um, my, uh, uh, the phone rings. I, I can see myself sitting in the kitchen, and you know he introduces himself and asks if I'm available. And I five four three two one take a deep. What's the budget? He said ten thousand dollars. I dropped the fucking phone. <laughs> that was like three months mortgage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We were st- we we only recently clawed our way out of the debt and started saving again. Like it was such a hole, and you know restored our four hundred one ks and the kids' college funds. Like, are you? Blowing it yourself? Yes. Years, you've restored all this shit and saved? Oh, yeah. $75,000, babe. Come sure, on now. Got it, babe. Got it? Come Got it. on. Sure. So I um, started speaking like crazy, and that first I year, would, too. Oh, my God. Because I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, 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 Because you want to just get your family back. And plus, yes, I'm doing this because I'm like, I need to, I'm now going to go out, and I am going to go, and I'm going to, like, support my husband in really healing himself and pursuing what he is truly meant to do. With which zero is to resentment. Zero, because he, we get so fucked up around what it means to take care of somebody else. That somebody's got to buy you something, or somebody's got to make an amount of money, or somebody's got to provide you that renovation you've wanted, or the trip to Disney, or whatever the fuck it is. The 
the support that we all need is emotional support. And when I stopped bashing my husband for not making the money I wanted, and I, I, I could actually see all of the shit he was doing that is worth more than any dollar could pay for. Wow. And so I immediately realized there's no way I could do 110 speeches a year if without him. He's not home as the anchor for our family and the anchor for me. I, I do have to say most women don't have a Chris. Yes. Like, they don't have that. Yes. So that that would be a barrier for a lot of them because they have to take care of the, They have to be the anchor and... Mm-hmm. He doesn't know the, how to the, be. The, yeah. Man. You have to train them. Oh. And what if you're single with kids? Then you got to find a support system. Yeah. And you also have to stop beating yourself up, and you have to, I think, bring your expectations in line with where you are, and you have to find small ways to inch your dreams forward and small ways to take care of yourself. Do you think everyone has a dream? Oh, of course they do. You see, if you look at uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? So the big triangle yep. we learned about and at the bottom, you know, you die if you don't eat. Mm-hmm. You yep. die if you don't have shelter. You die if you can't breathe. You die if you don't have water. And then you kind of go up a little bit. You then have um, the needs that are not life or death, but are just as important for, for life, which is sex and community. Is sex up there? Yeah, it is. Shit. A good vibrator, vibrator will keep you going. Okay. Um, it doesn't have to be a man, right? Okay. Of course not. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it doesn't, and if, if it also doesn't have to be a woman, like it could, like it, you can have sexual relations with, with yourself. yourself. <laughs> so, Ladies, do you hear that? So the, the thing that, um, that we don't talk about is the top need and that is a need for growth we all have a fundamental need for growth and so this has to be met in order you have to be like if you're just if you are just making a buy to feed your family and you are working 18 hours like I I think we're so cognizant of the women who are double shifting just to feed Mm -hmm. their their children and and their spouse might be deployed or they might be single or you know it doesn't mean it it, it can't come down the line but right now you're doing a great job right there but even right there there are baby steps that don't take too much but see hold on here's what your dream could be your dream could be that your kids launch into happy lives. Yeah. Your dream could be that you are present and enjoy, for the most part, yeah. your life. Oh, yes. Your dream could be that you learn how to manage your anxiety. Because I haven't even told you about the 25-year battle with anxiety when that, that I... Ended She's, five years ago. You ended it. Oh yeah, I'm, I haven't been on. I was on Zoloft for two decades. I haven't had a panic attack, a, a drug, a, a bout of anxiety in five years. How did Why? You, uh, How? Five second rule. Uh-huh. I haven't even told you like the whole story of this. <laughs> you all need to go buy this but book. So listen, to me, listen to me. So the thing about growth and do we have, all have dreams? The way your body's wired is to signal you when fundamental needs aren't being met. So what do you feel in your body if you need water? Thirsty. And what do you feel in your body if you need food? Hungry. Yeah. And what do you feel if you need connection? Horny. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That's a bad um, word. Remember? I'll tell you what you feel if you're not growing. It's dated. Yeah. You feel stuck. Yeah. That is a signal from your body that you're no longer growing. Shit. Isn't that cool? No. Yes. And I know so many people... I- 
That's it. We don't have time to, we don't, if we're stuck, we jump. It's so, and I, I think that what you're telling people is to listen, and we've been trying to tell people these words, but that's why Mel is here, not us, because if you do it, it's very hard to know how we do well, it. Well, this, this is why there's a disconnect between somebody coming to you and saying, my spouse left me, I'm a single parent, I work a shift job, I'm full of anxiety, and I'm stuck, and somebody going, have you tried a painting class? You're like, what in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm worried about paying groceries. The reason why a lot of the advice feels like you you don't even comprehend what I'm going through is because you haven't connected the dots for why this stuff is important. Taking a bath every night and having a tiny self-care ritual that brings you presents, which is one of mine too, super important. Kat <laughs> thinks it's gross that I made myself. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <You're lovely. laughs> I do too. It's super important because you're stopping the, the, mm-hmm. the hamster wheel mm-hmm. and you're taking a moment. What you're actually doing is you're stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system, which ties into anxiety. And that's super important. Taking a painting class well, is I important. I also feel, I feel like, the, like for me, the bath and how it ends my day is that even for when, when I had my babies and I wanted them to go to sleep, I always ended with the warm water and the relaxation mm-hmm. to put them into that new space for exactly. sleep. So I feel like I'm kind of a baby in that way, but I need to do it to get to the rest. Yeah. And we do it with drinking, you know, five yeah. o'clock. I'm, in, I'm moving from work mode to, or take care of kid mode into relax mode. Yeah. So the other reason why I say take a class is because if you feel stuck, you've stopped learning. And so just getting and taking a class, it doesn't matter if it's around flower arranging or if it's around online business. Or like a a free running club at the W. Like even though you've never done it, go join a club. Even if you hate it, go try it. Go volunteer in a community project. Doing something like that makes you feel like you're growing. You immediately stop feeling so stuck. And I feel like what we're so lucky in in our job that we have somehow created, and I'm sure you too, is we get to meet people we would otherwise never talk to and hear their stories, which expands our mind and makes us like feel like we're growing from meeting people. Because right. if we weren't doing what we were doing and traveling to get to meet people, we'd be at home talking to each other with our kids. Uh-huh. Pick up Groundhog Day, right? A lot There's of nothing wrong with that. No, if the, you enjoy it, not for us. I, I, I have to, I, like, you're blowing my mind all kinds, and I, I know a lot of people at home feel like... You feel like that emoji right now that's like... I just, no, out? I just, I feel like, okay, I'm going to say this, a lot of people have empty empowerment, and it's something that... What's I, empty empowerment? So, a 25-year-old we spoke with who was an MMA fighter, and she now does this course called Girls Who Fight, and she uh, was, to she was not good at anything, and she basically has brain damage that is not reversed from fighting, and she had to do something. She should to- go talk to Dr. Amen, which is who I just came from. Okay. I was the world's leading expert on this, and you can actually repair a damaged brain. Well, I'm going to tell her, mm-hmm. and she was so wise and so raw and not like spoken in anything other than being in a, a world of fighting as a girl and having to like you know create this, and she's like, I go to all these girl conferences trying to like you know understand it, and she's like, it's like empty empowerment. They're like, all like, go girl, smart. you're good. You're you can do this. And she's like, they don't teach them how. No one's teaching them that you need to get uncomfortable and you need to be do things that are so hard. So she created a fight. It's called Girls Who Fight, and the girls go and fight and get uncomfortable and understand their like their body limitations and how yeah. strong they are. And she's like, I just I, I I get nervous of all this empty empowerment. We're sh- we're, There's we're a lot shoveling. Of There's a lot of horseshit on the internet. That's for yeah. Sure. And so you saying and like people that are really young trying to counsel people. I know. That's um, scary. Who have on their, even, without any life experience. Who, yeah, oh. no life 
But hold on a second. So let me just get to yes, the really please. important thing. Because oh, what ended more. up happening is I ended up writing the book. Yes. Came out in 2017. Um, and what's happened is it's now in 32 countries, sold, you know, millions all of copies, whatever. All yeah, all languages. different translated in all different languages. But the bigger thing is, is that... Um, when I was, and then of course the speaking career took off. Forty-seven the first year, eighty something the next year, one hundred and eleven the next year, and I started to notice because before I go on stage, I have one thing that I say to myself: there is one person in that audience that is not going to commit suicide because of what I say. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's my boy. And I don't care if there's 27,000 people in that audience or there is 27. Mm -hmm. That there is one person whose ass is supposed to be in that chair. Because everything that I talk about is changing the mental patterns that are broken. Right. You're giving them tangible and tools. And those people are there home. because they need tools. And so what, ha- what happened is I started to notice that the book lines were where all of the most amazing con- conversations were happening. So just two, t- two years ago, I had 2,000 Instagram followers. I just had somebody start to film everything. And put it online. Yeah. And the success of the five-second rule had Audible uh, approach us. So we have done three Audible originals for them uh, that we've released in the last 18 months. Um, I'm really proud of one that if you are working, you should you should check out Work It Out because it's all about uh, the rules that women need to know in work. Because there's only one behavior change that translates to getting paid more. What's that? Visibility. I was like asking for it. Visibility. You only get paid for the things people know about, and most women are lousy at marketing their work. I think they've been taught to be quiet. Correct. They've been taught. And then there was a huge book that we did called Take Control, 
that's all about how, and this gets into the patterns from childhood, if you have uh, experienced trauma, so if you're a survivor of any kind of sexual abuse, if you're the victim of a crime, if you've been deployed, if you were in a household where your parents fought or you had an alcoholic for a parent, you likely have trauma that is stored in your nervous system. And what happens is you're not aware of the fact that 35 years later, that when your boss comes barreling down the hallway and you immediately cower and you wonder what the fuck, it's your trauma response. Mm -hmm. And starting to identify those triggers and training your body and your mind to have a different reaction changes your entire fucking life. And so for me with anxiety, I had anxiety as long as I can remember. I got medicated at the age of 21 because I was having debilitating panic attacks. Mm. I took Zoloft for two decades. It saved my ass. The only time I came off it was when our 21-year-old was born, and I had such severe postpartum depression, like the scary-ass kind, where I had to have somebody with me at all times because I could not be trusted to be alone. Right. And so when I talk about the mental patterns and the way we torture ourselves, I've lived this nightmare. But what happened when the five-second rule got published and the TED Talk started exploding and our content started going everywhere is we reached over two million people a day. And um, the stories that come in are mind-blowing. I didn't jump off a bridge. We know of at least 100 people who have not committed or died by suicide because they've used 54321 to stop themselves and ask for help. We have veterans organizations using it uh, to help vets with other modalities to reprogram the response. That's how I get my kids into bed, just so you know. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I I don't count up. I count down. I don't make a better decision. Five, four, three, and it just... Well, go up. I'm like, no, just I'm I'm, I'm letting you know this is five seconds for you to change your behavior at this moment. Five, four, three, two, and then by one, they're fucking running up the stairs. Well, it's like a positive cue. Positive so positive cue. and negative cues when it comes to <laughs> habits. And so what happened is um, pediatricians are now using this and therapists. We had a woman come to the talk show and uh, say that she's a psychiatric inpatient nurse in Pennsylvania. And they play our um, videos for people inpatient and the one thing that people seem to remember is five, four, three, two, one. When so it we have, um, we have, we we didn't realize like our mom shoots book in our videos, but we get pres- prescribed to new moms. That's to follow incredible us because, and that's exactly Ooh. what my, oh my doctor. Oh my Oh, we are okay. Oh, give me. T- can I have ten yeah, minutes? Yeah, yes, I know yes, no, you're good. There's no rush. This is just cocktails, but I know you guys have okay. to go. Um, but we didn't realize, but I, you know, when I had my first baby and I was having a really hard time, my doctor prescribed to me and said, I need you. And she wrote down the address of the closest mom group and said, I need you to go there. And I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to leave the house with my baby. I don't want to do this. But there wasn't social media. There wasn't all this stuff. So now the doctors say, go follow Kat and Nat. They'll still show you a little bit of happiness in this dark time. Amazing. You know? So Amazing. I, it's so good. But... So here's how you use it. So for everybody who's now like, how do I use it? How do I use it? Because I know we're like coming to the end. We we never, we could be here all night, but anyways, I know you have to go. It's free. Which is amazing. You need to understand that first of all, whatever the thoughts are, if they're not helping you, they're harming you. Yes. So you don't have to think them. So when a negative thought comes into your mind, just start counting backwards, five, four, three, two, one. And you are telling your mind, I'm not going to think this. 
Now, if you chronically think negative things, I want you to go through your day and write down all the negative things that you say to yourself. That's number one. Mm -hmm. And then number two is come up with something else. Alternative. So that you have it ready to go. Change a channel. At at, at zero, you're ready to go. My new positive. And the reason why change a channel is something a lot of pediatricians say, which is why you want to have your go-to thought ready to go. I'll give you one quick example. I used to be terrified of flying. Mm. And so the way that you use this is, you know, my my negative thought is I'm going to fucking die. This plane's going (laughs) to crash. And so what you do is you use the five second rule, five, four, three, two, one, whenever that thought comes up. Mm -hmm. Before you get on the plane, come up with what I call an anchor thought. It's a thought that anchors you down in something positive. Okay. So on a plane, I always think about where am I going? And what's the first meal I'm going to have? Oh, love, love. That is right up our alley. <laughs> right? What are we having for lunch? Right? And so... I like that. You're on the plane. Turbulence hits. Your mind goes, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Go five, four, three, two, one. I'm not thinking about it. And you're like, I am so excited to have that burger yeah. at that hotel when I get there. And something crazy will happen. You will have literally interrupted your thoughts and you will have settled your body. Yes. And... You'll be back in control. That's what we have to do to our children before bed when they start saying negative things, and then we take them to a happy place and go always we go do back the to place. five things you five things that you can see, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, oh, two that. things that yeah. you can smell, and then I do one thing you're grateful for. So what That's are you awesome. grateful? Like ground yourself in gratefulness because that will often change the dialogue. And I I think for people of anxiety with your children, I don't know if you can attest to this, but so many people go to anxiety, and then I remember being told. Excitement and, and, and nervousness and anxiety are the same That's feeling. Right. So now we are telling people that when they feel excited, okay. you're anxious, which uh-huh. is no, because excitement can be a beautiful, wonderful, right. exciting thing. So here's thing. what you need to know. That comes from a Harvard Medical School study. Is it it's true? Only, it's only 18 months old. It comes from a Harvard Medical School study. Okay. It's called Reframing Performance Anxiety. This is all the, the stuff that I am putting because out Because it's excitement. We don't want to be nothing. We want to be happy. And Your birthday's tomorrow. My, my daughter's like, I'm anxious. I'm like, fuck. You're excited. (laughs) This is good. You should be excited. And here's the number one mistake we moms make, and then I got to hop. Yeah, yeah, we know. Okay, shit, we're going to steal you. No, that's okay. (laughs) Um... You have to stop rescuing them. Yeah. Yes. It makes the anxiety worse. Yeah. Agreed. No, this because is science. They, they can't figure it out this if you're not, not there. This is three moms. No. Yes. You yeah. have to say, I get it. Let's come up with an anchor thought. Let's practice switching your mind. Let's practice like saying we're excited. And I promise you, you're not going to go through it alone. I promise you we'll figure it out. Yeah, and don't everyone feels nervous. Like when you get balls and hair and things oh. in puberty, you're going to feel anxious oh. that your body's changing. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah, of course. It's not like, oh, I like girls. I like boys. I don't know. Normal to yeah. feel. You have to you're allowed to have feelings. You've got to handle it. it themselves and be resilient if well, you're not there. I need to know how I can go. support you guys. Okay. I gotta Ma- go. but Mel Robbins, where you. do we get her? Just love us. That's all we need. <laughs> we, <laughs> let, that's all we need. It's just, I you're, love you. Just say you're our friend. And we're good. Uh, where do where, you where, get, where, where, get it anywhere you want? I don't care. Where do you get this? Amazon. Like, yeah, and also, you if you can't get it with people, I don't care. But where do they get it? No, but for, for real, here's the thing I want you to know. Um, I am on a mission to make a huge impact. Yeah. You are making a huge impact. I, I, I know. And I am, it is such a privilege to make a difference 
in people's lives mm -hmm. and to know that I'm helping people move through anxiety, that I'm helping people live with depression, that I'm helping people manage PTSD, that I'm helping people make really scary changes. Um, and there is so much free content. You do not need to buy this book. Right. You can go to our YouTube channel and subscribe for free. And you can learn everything you need to know about this book. If you want the book, just go to Amazon, go to a bookstore. But truly, everything that you that that we talk about, I put out for free because I don't want the fact that you don't have the money. Oh yeah. And I'd rather have you use put that money if you're struggling to yourself, to yes. your kids, to yes. goosebumps. Mel, yeah. I literally have goosebumps. Do you think that any of your question did any of your wisdom come from your own mother? Um, or did you find this on your own? And I know it wouldn't. I, I think that there's a lot that I have learned for sure from my mom. And there's a lot of things that I say now that I'm like, oh, you know, she used to say that too. And, you know, she's a very tough, um, amazing. She's a tough woman? Oh, yeah. Well, do you have a good She had her own. Oh, I have a fantastic have a good, relationship. Did you always? Oh, no. No. Oh. You, oh, no, I had a, I had a, we had a really rough period when I fell in love with Chris oh. because his family's out here and my family's in the Midwest. Oh. And now that I'm a mother, I understand that my mom was really sad and really jealous and felt replaced. Yeah. And when she started feeling that way, I was an asshole. Yeah. Because yeah. I did not like the way that she expressed those feelings. That's, yeah. And so we were in a really kind of, you know, we had like a three-day tolerance for one another. Yeah. For you about her, 15 years. Are you her only daughter? <gasps> yes. Are you her only daughter? Yes. And and we, we say this to every person, would you ever want a different mother? Oh, my God, no. She's the greatest Love it. On the planet. And I was the asshole because I did not understand how deeply. Because I, I was like, what are you talking about? You're my mom. I love you. We see you more than we see his I know his family's only She knew away, that. She, she knew. That came she with knew. You were. Yeah, but now I get it. Mom's because no. I have 21 and a 19-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. And I see them off in the world. And I think to myself, what would I do? Yeah. If mom, they were halfway across the country, and really, I'd probably hate their fucking mother a lot, too. And, mom, and moms, moms know when their kid is here and when they're, they know exactly. Exactly where they're yeah. even if they're in front of you, you know when your kid is somewhere else, yes. and you're like, "Where are you? I need you back." Yes. Like you know, yes. it's a fucked up. She connection. actually said that to me like four years ago. I finally feel like I have you back. Yeah, yeah. It is. That I broke my heart. Every uh, every mom knows it that they could be right in front of you, mm -hmm. but you know when they're not with you. Mm -hmm. You guys, they oh, oh, I love, I love you, you too. Oh my god, god. this is thank like you guys. I want to come to one of your events.